wishing you all a very happy and healthy new year. One week in and times feel difficult. We are in lockdown. But we have many, many more weeks through this year for which things to improve and they will. We are not alone. Our Lord is with us. He is beside us each and every day. So let us praise God for this fact. Let us come together in prayer. Let us pray. God called the light out of darkness and saw that it was good. By his light we see what is true, what is lovely, what is good and what is beautiful. In that light he creates us and calls us to be his people. His voice claims us as his own, his beloved sons and daughters. He tears open the heavens to come with his spirit and fill us with his life. And now through that spirit, let us respond in prayer, in praise and in worship. Amen. And let us continue in our worship as we listen to or sing the light of the world. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you Hope of a life spent with you Here I am to worship Here I am to bow down Here I am to say that You're my God You're all together lovely Altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. King of all days, oh so highly exalted, glorious in heaven above.
We worship. Let us offer our prayers of adoration, of thanksgiving, and of confession. Let us pray. Almighty God, thank you for making yourself known to us in Christ, for you are above us and beyond us, defying definition, and yet you took on flesh and entered our world, revealing yourself in human form. Help us to glimpse your glory, to discern your power, to experience your love. Receive your mercy and know your peace. Illuminate our lives with the light of your love shining on us, in us and through us. By the grace of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And Lord, we thank you that you came into the darkness of our world, the shadow of sorrow, suffering, hunger, despair, hatred, evil and death. You came bringing a new dawn, new beginnings, and with the light of your love shining on all. Gracious God, for all that is wrong in our lives, for all that prevents us from being the people you would have us to be. Forgive us our unworthy thoughts, our foolish words and careless deeds, our repeated succumbing into temptation and our recurring faults and weaknesses. In your mercy grant us pardon once more, cleanse us deep within and make us anew. Draw us closer to you so that your transforming love may flow in and through us, sanctifying us and all that we are so we can serve you better this day and every day. Amen. We join together in the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And we come together to sing once more. When Jesus came to Jordan. When Jesus came to Jordan to be baptized by John, he did not come for pardon, but as his father's son, he came to share repentance with all who mourn their sins. To speak the vital sentence with which good news begins. He came to share temptation, our utmost woe and loss for us and our salvation to die upon the cross so when the dove descended on him the son of man the hidden years had ended the age of grace began Come Holy Spirit, aid us to keep the vows we make. This very day invade us and every bondage break. Come give our lives direction, the gift we covet most. To share the resurrection that leads to Pentecost. Come give our lives direction, the gift we covet most. To share the resurrection that leads to Pentecost. Our Old Testament reading is taken from the book of Genesis. It is entitled The Beginning. Genesis 1, chapter 1 to 5. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God 
was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And our New Testament reading is taken from the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 1, verses 4 to 11. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptised by him in the River Jordan. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and he ate locust and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes one more powerful than I am, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I will baptise you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. And the baptism and testing of Jesus. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth and Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. A voice came from heaven. You are my son whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. We are already a week into the new year. Have you noticed how time seems to go so quickly these days? Or is it just me? When we look ahead, everything seems an eternity away. Yet when we look back, it seems like it was yesterday. And time is relative to what we do. If we are busy, time flies. When we wait for something we long for, it can take an age. To me, 2020 flew by, and in many ways I'm grateful because it was a hard year to live through. Yet I still had some wonderful precious moments within it, times that will remain with me throughout my life. I once worked alongside a lovely lady called Myra, and Myra would say to me or to anyone else who would listen, we cannot blame God for our hard times because life happens to us all. It's life. We have good and we have bad. It's life. And when we live life and experience life in all its fullness, we have to accept we will have those hard times and we need to work our way through them. Today, our first reading comes from the first book in the Old Testament. In fact, they, it is the very first words in the Bible, in the beginning. In this passage, God's light shines upon the earth, separating day from night, bringing light into the darkness. 
How often in our lives does it feel that we cannot see a way ahead or that we cannot see a way forward that will make things feel better? God has given us light, a way to see clearly separating day from night, separating light from darkness. He has given us a way forward. Our second passage is taken from the second book in the New Testament. Time has passed. Thousands of years and many generations of people have come and gone. In this passage, John baptises Jesus. It is the very beginning of Jesus' ministry to the people around him. Jesus had grown up alongside these people for the last 30 years. But this moment in time is the true start to his ministry. God's light came into the world in flesh. God is heard saying, you are my son whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. Jesus came to be a light to the people around him, to show people the way to God to recognise where they were wrong and to enable them to change their ways. God's light can reach our hearts and illuminate a way forward, a way out of darkness, out of doubt or fear, if we let it. Through his spirit, we can find a way forward. We will all have had times or may yet still face times of doubt and fear. But at least we do have the light of Christ to guide us through. I admit last year was one of the worst years I have known. One lady said to me, this is worse than the war years. At least then we could be together. It has been a lonely and confusing year for many, for many, many people. Yet we now have the opportunity to see a way ahead. Two vaccines have been authorised and are being given to people. It will take a while for many to receive a vaccination, but it will happen. And we can see that there is definitely a way forward. Scientists and politicians have been working hard to create this way forward and they have done it in record time. This does not mean they have cut corners. What they have done is to smooth their way through much of the red tape that normally causes delays. There is the old saying, necessity is the mother of invention. In other words, when things need doing, people will find a way. In Oxford in the 1930s and 40s, a group of writers who called themselves the Inklings used to meet to discuss their works. Two of the members were J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis. Both were Christian and both shared a love of fantasy writing. When I was young, one of the first books I ever loved was The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, which was written by C.S. Lewis. I was not a Christian then, and did not realise the writer was either. 
Yet every time I read this book, which was many, I was kept spellbound throughout the story. It was a story with light and dark moments. The characters all had times of suffering. They were helped to work their way through these hard times. Both C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien wanted to inspire their readers, to give them a story that they could relate to and to take the reader on a journey of life. They did not want to put the reader off by the difficult times in the story. Both believed that it was okay to include those darker, hard times, yet felt they needed to be interspersed with good news, so they chose to alternate the chapters. After a couple of hard chapters, they would always include a lighter chapter where hope was glimmered, showing the light that brings hope was always nearby. C.S. Lewis had Aslan as the light of hope. It was his way of showing Jesus in a fantasy story to children. It was a story that has brought hope, inspiration and joy to many children and adults over the years. The format of having chapters of darkness followed by ones containing light and hope has been used by many writers. Like in these writers' stories, life is interspersed with good and bad times, light and dark moments. We have a wonderful message that brings light. It's in the Bible, and the Bible was written over many years, and it begins with darkness, but the light soon comes. It tells of people going through hard times, interspersed with moments of good. Jesus came to be a light in the world of darkness and fear, the greatest moment of good. He came and shone a light of hope, which is the light of God, into people's troubled lives, giving them a chance to change, to see a better way of living and of being. It did not mean that there would be no more trouble, but there was now a way to cope with trouble when it comes. Last year was full of bad news. It was full of difficult decisions and hardship, interspersed with a little help from the government. And without the help of the furlough scheme, a lot of people would have struggled and many more would have lost their jobs. That bit of help, however, will have to be paid back. Those working now and in generations to come will be paying money back to the government through taxation for some years to come. God's help to us through Jesus was given freely. It was Jesus who paid the price so we do not have to. It was God's grace, God's riches at Christ's expense that has lightened the way ahead of us and has given us hope for our future and of life with God. Thanks be to Jesus. Amen. Jesus came into the world as the light of the world. So let us sing our praise to him as we sing, From heaven you came, helpless babe, 
entered our world, your glory veiled, not to be served but to serve, and give your life that we might live.
we come together now to offer our prayers of intercession, our prayers for others. And these are responsive prayers. When I pray, bring light to darkness. Please respond, Lord, hear our prayer. Bring light to darkness. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, who created order from chaos, bring light to darkness. Lord, hear our prayer. In places of war and conflict, places where there is famine and suffering, places where we struggle to see how we can make any difference to what is going on, bring light to darkness. Lord, hear our prayer. In our own communities, for those who are poor, for the homeless, for the hungry, for the lonely and for the prisoner, bring light to darkness. Lord, hear our prayer. And in those whose lives are made harder by illness, Lord, we lift to you those on our hearts who we know to be struggling or suffering. And for those who search for peace and cannot find it, bring light to darkness. Lord, hear our prayer. In the lives of those who are grieving, again, we lift to you the people we have lost this last year and years gone by, people we have loved, we are missing. And for all who are grieving loss, bring light to darkness. Lord, hear our prayer. And in the lives of those we live with, those we work with, and those we are alongside, and for ourselves, bring light to darkness. Lord, hear our prayer and lighten this world around us, we pray. Amen. And for our final hymn, we come together to sing, breathe on me, breath of God. Fill me with life in you, that I may love as you have loved and do as you would do. Let us sing.
as we leave this time of worship, with the humility of John the Baptist, with the eagerness of the crowds who flocked to see him, with the confidence of Jesus affirmed by his Father, ever trusting that we do not go alone. Help us look forward with renewed commitment and bless all we say and do this coming week and every week. Amen. <laughs>